Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV. You can subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, I'm really excited. We're going to be talking about creating automated WordPress growth engines. And joining us for that conversation is someone well-versed in this. I'd like to welcome to Press This, Pat Ness. Pat, welcome to Press This. Hey, David, thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I like that. That was a bit of a tongue twister. Press this and Pat Ness. Like, yeah, press this, Pat Ness. <laughs> I like it, I like it, I like it. And for the listeners, in this episode of Press This, Pat, who runs a business called SMB Master, will talk about the approaches he uses to automate digital funnels with WordPress. And Pat is well known for this, using these techniques to build self-sustaining digital funnels for brands with millions of followers in the membership e-com blog and affiliate marketing industries. Exciting stuff, Pat. Can't wait to dive in. Before we get into this uh, subject matter of the podcast, though, I'm just curious, what is your WordPress origin story? Tell me the story about the first time you used WordPress. 
All right. So yeah, basically I went to George Brown College in Toronto, Canada, pre-WordPress back in 2000-2003 uh, for a digital media print production. And I was designing websites, HTML and Flash, and it was just taking so long and it was so crazy to make changes. Uh, I discovered WordPress when it first came out in 2003, but I think my first WordPress site was around 2007. Uh, and when I got deeper into WordPress, I realized, you know, what it was, what the community was about, the growth it was having. And from there, I decided to, you know, kill all the HTML sites I was building, Flash, and everything went WordPress. And my first site, you know, first, say, five, ten sites were for clients. They weren't for myself. They were, you know, developing out sites. Uh, that's when, you know, you had to set up like a, a, a database user and connect the config file. I think this was like pre, you know, installers and stuff like that. So I was in there pretty early. Uh, I knew WordPress was a beast. I think it 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 powers, what, 30% of the internet right now? Something Roughly crazy 38%. Like yeah, like it's it's crazy. And, and, you know, back then I just knew looking at the growth in the community that it was going to be a monster. And, you know, I made the right call switching everything I was doing to WordPress. And yeah, I'm super uh, excited to see where it's going to go in the future. All right. Now we've actually had similar origin stories that rooted in building flash sites. So you're actually not the first, Pat, believe it or not. I've also oh, wow. built a few back in my day. But it's oh, interesting nice. to hear you tried it out back in 2003 at that very kind of first iteration. Uh, mm -hmm. But then adopted it in 2007 after plugins and themes were introduced. I'm sure that didn't hurt your decision. Uh, <laughs> I always like to connect those stories back to kind of what was happening in WordPress at the time. Now, earlier when I was introducing you, I kind of mentioned that you own this business called SMB Master. Yep. Um, could you help the audience understand like what you do there? Yeah, sure. So SMB Master is short for Social Media Blog Master, and it's my web development and design company where I specialize in building WordPress sites and, and uh, building out automations. So automations for collecting data, building out CRMs, Facebook ads, audiences, email workflows, like, you, you know, you name it, I use WordPress to somehow automate it. So uh, the business consists of just me. I don't outsource anything. I'm the graphic designer, strategist, web developer, Facebook ad guy, SEO guy, you name it, I've, I've pretty much taught myself all the different areas of digital marketing. So that allows me to build, you know, WordPress sites hyper fast and build out a big funnel and automations for people. Typically turnaround is one to two days for like a full website. If you want like a membership site or e-commerce store, everything all in one hooked into a CRM. Uh, I don't have to outsource. So that allows me to kind of build things super fast. Um, I built a lot of sites, you know, that have uh, hundreds of thousands of members and you know, not not on the email list, like actual members logging in, you know, um, to, to membership portals and things like that. Um, and as you mentioned, I've built a lot of brands that now have millions of followers. So I've had a lot of cool experience looking at, you know, big numbers and, and automating a lot of things, getting feedback, revamping the funnels, building out deeper automations based on customer feedback. You know, it's been a never ending build for me in my mind. And as you know, WordPress sites, they could be never ending with changes. But I do my best because uh, to automate everything because I know people out there, you know, they don't typically, if they're not a web developer, go in and learn and try to, you know, build out things themselves. I, I noticed that a lot of sites I built, people would kind of leave the automations I built for them and, and kind of that was it. If they didn't have me, it, it kind of wasn't, you know, moving forward in terms of, um, you know, adding things to the site. So, so early I realized, man, I need to just build out all the automations for someone so they have all the tools they need to just kind of plug away at content, right? So SMB Master is basically, 
exactly that. Just help you build a site that builds as many automations as possible for you so you can just blast off into you know, the, the social media marketing and ads and promos and things like that. So, so your website's sitting there and, and doing the work it needs to do for you. So I think like, you know, as I thought about, you know, when we met, I know we were kind of nerding out about digital access press site, past sites. And, you know, and I heard you earlier as you described your business and you're like, oh yeah, I can turn these sites around in like one to two days. And normally when I hear that, Pat, I roll my eyes. I'm like, no, you don't. (laughs) But having gone through that prior experience with you nerding out about DAP, and seeing your methods, I understand why you make statements like that. And I'm sure, of course, some projects take more than a day or two, mm-hmm. but it's, it, it was really uh, palatable, your focus on automation and, and how you thought about that in the sites you're building. So let me ask you this question. Um, as people think about this notion of automation, like why is automating your funnel with WordPress or, or at all important? Like what, why should I spend my time in trying to automate parts of my funnel? Well, here's the thing, you know, for, for larger companies, it's easy. Like a lot of them might not even use WordPress. They can just hire people to kind of build systems and automations for them ongoing. But like I serve a lot of solopreneurs and people that don't have resources to spend a ton of money or hire staff to do things. So it's for me, it's very important to build a site for somebody that doesn't have the budget or experience with WordPress where, again, they can just focus on sending traffic to the website, right? So once the website's built and automated, you know, there's the landing page, they collect emails, it goes into the CRM, people start getting emails. If someone purchases a product, you know, the CRM tags them as a customer now, removes them off the, the email marketing list, like, you know, the sales list. Like I, I, I like to build out all the basics, basic automations for people. So it's there, it's ready, and all they need to do is focus on content, Right. So it's super important because if, if you're like a solopreneur and you have all these people reaching out to you, emailing you for customer support, asking sales questions, it can become overwhelming, right? But if you build a proper site with all the automations, meaning, you know, maybe you have a little chat bot that has some pre-built questions in it, or you have a quiz or something that can help people understand your product a little better and deliver the right information to them as a result, right? Building in some of those automations, it's so important because nobody's going to manually kind of service like one-on-one, right? A lot of people try to eventually get away with that, especially if it's somebody that's not a client yet. Like nobody wants to spend time answering questions if they're not getting paid, right? Unless it's, you know, in a group community support area or something like that. So it's super important to automate everything. So it allows you to focus again on the things that are important that you might have better skills at, like social media or, you know, going on podcasts, right? Or webinars and (laughs) And stuff like that, right? You want your site automated so you don't have to work on, you know, any of that kind of stuff. That's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think as I hear you describe that, I mean, certainly the notion of like focus on your business and not managing your website, like these are really, of course, profound and, and compelling statements. Mm-hmm. What I, what I heard and how you described how you thought of a website was as it's this engine that's running. It's not a a, a thing that you stop by and look at. It's something that you're engaging with, getting information from as a visitor, and then the business owner, the operator, getting information from the better service those people mm-hmm. using the site. And I think that's kind of the shift in mindset, particularly for SMB small, medium business businesses um, that don't have time to invest in a lot of the engineering required for custom automation. This is all super mm-hmm. interesting. I have some follow-up questions here, but we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. 
time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl, interviewing Pat Ness about automating your WordPress growth engine. Pat, right before the break, you shared kind of your view of the components of the funnel within a WordPress site and how automating those can allow site owners and brands to kind of focus on their message, focus on their traffic, and not on kind of manually operating their funnel. So as people like listen to this and they think like, okay, that sounds cool. How do I do these things? What are like the top three areas of automated WordPress funnel optimization that you think uh, most site owners ignore? Like what are the things people are not doing right now that geez, if they just did these three things would get them a lot of the way there. All right, so definitely the first thing that comes to mind is collecting as much data as possible. A lot of people, you know, blast off their WordPress site, but they might forget to put in their CRM tracking pixels and Facebook pixels and any kind of um, service or software you're using that can send tags to your CRM or data to your CRM based on actions and events people are taking on the website. It's very important to kind of set a lot of that up at the beginning. So as people come into your lead generation system, you have tags on them so you can deliver relevant content in your emails and things like that. A lot of people that come to me for rebuilds or brand new sites, like a lot of people don't even know about that kind of thing, right? Even, you know, I've had businesses come to me that have had a website up for like five years and they still don't have like CRM automations and things like that. They don't know how to collect data. And nowadays, I think because of the amount of plugins and softwares available to us, it's become a lot easier to kind of just plug something in and have all of that working for you. Uh, so I think it's just a matter of, you know, getting the word out there a little more about how the um, CRM can collect data from your website. And that can help you down the road humongously. Like you can trigger all kinds of automations to start happening if you have relevant information on your, on your visitors. Uh, another thing I would say definitely uh, is split testing. You know, split testing everything. I like to split test sales pages, split, split test pop-ups, uh, opt-in forms on the page, all that. And again, there are some plugins that make it very easy to split test things these days, depending on what page builder or software you're using. You know, give it a Google and see what works for you. But, you know, split testing definitely helps increase conversions huge. Um, and the last, I would say, 
probably actually even more important than data is the blog. A lot of people underestimate like posts and the power of adding posts to your website, right? Posts are great for, you know, SEO power, for social sharing power. Um, it's a huge automation for WordPress because, you know, think about everything happening. SEO is happening. Engagement and relationship building is happening. Pixel tracking, Google Analytics, sharing is happening. Uh, comments for, for community growth is happening. Brand recognition, um, you know, links to other places like maybe affiliate links or, or banners to your products. Monetization is happening, right? CRM tracking is happening. There's so many things happening on a post that the more real estate you build, the more posts you add, you know, I, I find it always helps people in the long run. If you're planning to build a, a business, online business with longevity, it's very important to, you know, focus on the blog and add a lot of great educational content that's going to help your reader develop a good relationship for you and look at you as kind of a leader in your industry. Yeah, that's interesting. So thinking about the three areas, you basically are recommending start with collecting data, almost yeah. like the script of the relationship you'll have with your customer over time, meaning exactly. that the data that they provide you and how they use your content or your products or your list or your uh, any other part of your site would inform what you might deliver to them in the future um, to drive value for them and drive value in your business. I also... Exactly. Yeah, I also heard you kind of mention things like pixels and, of course, CRM integration, but it sounded like these were kind of points of grabbing data that would then inform more complex strategies. So in the, my question was, of course, centered around like, well, what do most owners ignore? And it sounds like you didn't get like into the deep, deep tactics of segmentation and messaging and this strategy and that strategy. You were like, you really need a good baseline to collect data. Does that sound about right? Yeah, exactly. And then split test everything uh, definitely, definitely rings true for people I know that are trying to grow. Um, most yep. have never done that. And then the blog, um, which I know is a, a popular area for a lot of folks, but one they probably don't invest in in terms of good content or thinking about it in their overall funnel utilization. So I think those are good mm -hmm. points. So these are the things, but like, okay, I need to focus on data collection. I need to focus on split testing and I need to treat my blog with or give my blog a little bit more investment and treat it more like part of my funnel. How do you approach those top three areas in terms of like tools and implementation? I don't want you to spell out of course every step because we have time for that, but just from the high level, like what's the first place you would go to start thinking about data collection, split testing and blogging? So, so I mainly use Drip and Active Campaign. You know, I've used Mailchimp, GetResponse, uh, Infusionsoft, Aweber, um, Groundhog. You know, shout out Adrian and, and Groundhog. They have a pretty cool WordPress plugin, actually. Um, that that's you know saves some money, I guess, on 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 using a CRM. But currently, Drip and Active Campaign. Like before, I even build a website, I get the account set up for the CRM. I activate it, I add the tracking pixel and all that. So as I'm building the WordPress site, I start to develop all the automations and the data that's going to feed the CRM as I'm building out forms and things like that. So then that way I don't have to go back and kind of do it and remember where everything's going to be. As I'm building out the pages and the site, I kind of, you know, start connecting all that data. Um, I can give you an example. For example, I build a lot of fitness sites. You know, most of the clients that have millions of followers whose websites I've built, you know, some of them have vegan plans and some have regular meat eating, you know, nutrition plans. So 
So we want to use a CRM to collect tags if people show interest, say, in, 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 you know, they're vegetarian or they're vegan. If they visit, you know, five blogs in the, in the vegan category, then they're going to get tagged as, you know, vegan or vegetarian, and they're going to get excluded from emails that include, you know, chicken pictures or pictures of recipes about meat and stuff like that, right? So again, everyone's business is different. Uh, for me, like I teach people how to make money online. So I try to collect data on like, how much money do you have to invest? Uh, what's your technical ability? Are you not savvy? Can you watch a video and learn? Are you like super ninja with building out, watching videos and building things out, right? I want to know those so I can speak to you differently in the CRM when an email goes out, right? What about so, for split testing? Like what's your go? So you could drip and active is kind of your go-to on collecting data, but also building out that funnel. What about on the A-B testing side? Like what's your favorite tool for that? So I use a few different tools. Uh, the main one for uh, testing that I'm using for, for the funnels is Cartflows. Cartflows Pro has a really cool split testing feature now for like sales funnels built completely built into WordPress, which is awesome. You know, I did the whole click funnels thing, lead pages, all that. But I, I really enjoy having everything in WordPress if possible. And Cartflow solved that problem for me. Uh, I also use Thrive Themes, Thrive Architect and excuse me. And Thrive Leads. Thrive Leads is a great, you know, split testing form builder if you want to do, you know, full page takeover, pop-up, slide-ins, end of post opt-ins. It has a really easy, you know, split testing feature there. Um, and then of course there's for, you know, depending on your page builder, the type of site you have, you might need another plugin that allows you to just split test your sales pages. If you don't use one of those softwares, uh, or again, use Google analytics and set up a test and like, you know, do it the kind of the manual way versus using a plugin and click, click, boom, and split test is running. Right. Um, but yeah, I'd say thrive themes is awesome. I've probably used them the most. And then Cartflows is more a recent addition to the, to the software tools I use. All right, good deal. And then for the blog side, I don't know if this is a tool or a strategy, um, but what would you recommend for folks to start thinking about taking their blog more seriously? Uh, well, definitely, like I use uh, theme builders, right? So, so I could design, that allows me to design a custom post kind of template where, you know, it already includes social share buttons and opt-ins and all that good stuff. Uh, so if you don't have a page builder that where all of that is kind of built in, then yeah, you might need separate plugins for each of those components, like a social share plugin, um, you know, author feature plugin, comments plugin, whatever. Um, again, the page builder solves all of that for me. Um, so I don't have to add more plugins to the site. And, and it's better if you do have, you know, all these components built into the, the page builder that you're using versus having to install more plugins. Yes, yes, yes. Installing a plugin for social share buttons can be a uh, a daunting task to get your head around. Like, well, for just for these buttons, I need this plugin. Right? Yeah. Uh, right. Exactly. right. So, so this is all really interesting. So uh, thank you for sharing those tactics. Uh, definitely appreciate that. Um, I think as I think about this, then I start to think about like the data side. Like, okay, fine. I've got these funnels. I'm going to spend time on some of them and not others and think about if they're successful or not. So really want to dig into the data side. But we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. 
If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY podcasting system. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl, and I'm here with our guest, Pat Ness. Pat, before the break, you explained your tactics for taking advantage of the top three areas brands usually overlook with automating the WordPress funnel. But I wanted to kind of dig into the data side. How does data and analytics play a role in how you develop and execute your strategies with customers? Well, data, it's like the main role, you know, it's all a numbers game. It's, it's the whole, you know, if you could spend a buck and make five, you know, that's the goal. I think everyone has these days with an online business um, and data helps, you know, like when you have the data, you can find out faster what's working, what's not right. So if someone's coming to your site and they're going to your landing page and there's only like a 5% conversion on it, well, you know that, you know, maybe your landing page needs some work, right? You got to make it a little more juicy. Uh, maybe you have a 50% opt-in rate, but only 1% purchase conversion for your for your product. Well, maybe you got to work on your sales page, right? So if you don't have the right data to let you know where in the funnel and, and which step someone's at and, and, and it, what's working and what's not, it's, it's impossible to really scale and optimize an automated WordPress site, right? You got to kind of have all the pieces in play and kind of be able to track that. I use this cool software called Funnelytics. It allows you to kind of build out a visual drag and drop kind of funnel and you can click a button and it'll analyze kind of the flow between all the pages. So you can kind of visually see what's working and what's not versus having to go into a dashboard and looking at like all these numbers and trying to figure out what's what. Um, I found that helped huge because that took a lot of time away from me having to figure out a system to track analytics. Now I just use Funnelytics and it's, Boom, at one click, it's all right there. I could analyze everything within a couple minutes. That makes sense. Now, you mentioned that a lot of the people you work with are not technical, don't have their own development teams. So I'm going to go out on a limb, Pat, and guess they don't have their own data teams. So do you feel like you are successful in democratizing data to inform your clients on optimizing their own funnels? Or do you feel like it's a mix of them relying on you and, and having data they feel confident in looking at and analyzing. 
You know, it's it's definitely a mix. Like the bigger ones, the the clients I have with millions of followers, like I pretty much take that role because I partner with them. So typically, um, you know, I'm not I I I don't trade time for money anymore, really, except for the one day builds. Uh, so with the partners, with the big followings, yeah, it's I I'm a partner, so it's it's my best interest to make sure it's converting as high as possible, right? So I do leave that up to me because I don't expect them to do it because again, we're sending sometimes, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 people a day to the sales pages and the funnels. And, you know, so things are happening super fast. So they need someone that there to like change things quick if something's not working versus them trying to figure it out and maybe crashing the site, who knows, right? Like making an error. Um, so, so there are, if you're tech savvy, some people like to dig in and do it themselves, but the non-tech savvies, Typically, I don't see them getting too much into like, you know, deep sales funnel optimization because they just don't have the either budget or the, you know, the technical ability to learn it and do it themselves. So, yeah, some people are kind of left there with the site as I built it and they don't do much to it. And then others do take initiative to kind of build it out and learn and use all these tools to build out the automations. I like that. Pay for performance. WordPress development. I feel like we could do a whole episode on that. Now. Yeah, right. Uh, but to keep us on topic here, um, in this one, you can give me a, a quick answer. I don't know if you have any good uh, horror stories, but when people were here in, uh, I guess, the, the, the month of Halloween, but when people try WordPress funnel optimization on their own, what mistakes do they usually make? Like you talked about what they overlook, but like, what do they like do like, you know, face palm wrong? I would say the worst thing I see is like, I like to build very clean, like simple, fast loading pages. And the biggest mistake I see people do is like put way too many crazy designs on the sales pages or all over the place. They want a button that does this and a button that does this and something that links over here and a banner for this. And I always try to tell people, keep things very simple. Like if you have a sales page, there should only be one link going to the next step. There should be no other links leaving the page, you know? So a lot of people I find, they butcher it by just making it too complicated. You know, they have less too many offers. More. Pardon me? I said less is more. Yeah, less is more, you know, and I'm guilty of, you know, building out some pretty busy sites. But again, if a client wants a fancy, busier looking site, like, hey, I'll build it for you. But um, yeah, clean and simple is always the best way to go. I like that. I think that's a great point to end on. Pat, thank mm -hmm. you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's, I, I was looking forward for this for months. It's so exciting to share some of my knowledge with the community. Nice. And as always, enjoyed the conversation. If you'd like to learn more about what Pat is up to, please visit smbmaster.com. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, this has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine. And I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.